Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, everybody, it's Monday night. Welcome to another episode of Loud Pedal. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Comfort Experts. Give Mike a call there for uh, any plumbing, heating, AC needs at 30, or I'm sorry, 302, that's Delaware, that's where I live. 845-374-2000. I am Michael Clark Griswold, alongside of Jennifer the Ghost. Hello. And Brian, Brian. The mouth hustlinger. What's up? Tonight, tonight from Boyertown, Pennsylvania, on the show we have Mike Guler. How's it going, Mike? Not too bad, guys. How are you? Uh, you know, we're just hanging. Good. Out there. Good deal. Uh, so, Mike, we're gonna jump right into this, uh, and I gotta know why'd you wreck Stuart freezing down at Bubba, dude? What's going on? <laughs> oh man, you guys are right off the bat, huh? Okay. Yeah, right off the bat. Uh, It'll play around. Yeah, well, you know, I guess neither do we, but, um, uh, you know. yeah. Canadian, because he's Canadian. <laughs> no, it has nothing to, you know, that, that's racing, man. That's hard racing. And, um, you know, it was unfortunate for him, but, uh, uh, glad we ended up on the good side of it, I guess. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's, I've been on the wrong side of it a few times too. So I, I, I know how he feels and, you know, whatever, but, uh, glad we've made it through that unscathed and, uh, and, uh, went on to get the W. So, so, uh, what was that track like down at Bubba? I mean, I know it was your guys' first time going down there because watching the race, I mean, the track was kind of weird, laid out like kind of a weird shape, almost like a D shape, you know, maybe like a new Egypt or a, a Brewerton or something. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say it's more like an egg shape kind of deal. Like, Okay. But uh, you don't really stop turning from, like, one all the way into, like, three. And, um, yeah, I mean, the place is kind of evil, actually. Like, there were times where, like, your car would do things that you wouldn't expect it to do. And, um, you know, down the back stretch was real real tricky. I hit the wall the one week in the, in the heat race pretty hard. And uh, it just it, – it, that place was tricky. But um, glad we glad we were able to do what we did then on the final night for sure. Now, when you did a full season at Orange County, um, did you come back as a different driver? Did you learn more at driving with some more of the New York guys on the New York track? Uh, yeah, Middletown was good for us. Um, I think it helped with just a lot with setup stuff. And uh, for me, as far as car control on the big track, uh, I never really got to run weekly on anything of that size, like a 5 eighths mile. Um, so I think that helped, helped me a ton on my short track program for sure. Any chances you'll go back to Orange County and run weekly if they ever open back up? Well, that's the that's the big question, you know, with New York. I mean, who knows what's going to happen yeah, out there? But it uh, is. yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't throw it out out the window. I mean, I, I had a good time up there, uh, learned a lot, and it's a neat place at times. Uh, it can be frustrating at times, and you know, it's just a really tough place to go to weekly. You feel like you're beating your head against the wall some weeks. Now, why why the switch to New Egypt uh, this coming year? A new challenge for you? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, Perry that owns the car, he really likes the place, and uh, their schedule fit kind of what we were trying to do for the season uh, with all the traveling stuff that we're trying to do, and um, just change pace and a new venture, really. Yeah, I saw the schedule. They they give you like one weekend. Uh... A month off, which has got to be nice, you know, give you a little bit of a little bit of break there. Yeah, basically, if they don't run, if they run like a midweek show, 
uh, or something along those lines. Uh, they'll give you that following Saturday off. And uh, then they have just the occasional Saturday off to uh, for, for other events and stuff like that. So, uh, the, you know, it might not seem like a lot when you're looking at maybe only three or four shows that they give you off. But, man, during the summer, that can really help you either catch up or just give you the breather that you need or, uh, you know, just give you a chance to go away and do a vacation or something with your family or whatever. Now, you, uh, you're planning on doing both the North and the South for uh, Brett Dale, correct? Yep. Yeah, we've done that in the last couple seasons, and uh, Brett's got an amazing deal there put together. Uh, it just it, it, we're, we're, we're really in a good location to do all his races. Uh, you know, being right by Grandview and where we're located, it's like three hours down in Delaware, and it's most of the tracks in New York are within three to four hours, maybe, you know. A few of them at like four and a half or five, but for the most part, we don't ever have like a really a seven or eight hour ride like some of the guys would. Uh, right. So we're kind of central to the location for all of that. And now your uh, your first race will be well, obviously you've already raced down in Bubba, but I would say your next race will be Georgetown then, correct? Yep, uh, March twelfth and thirteenth we'll be down there for the small block and the uh, big block portion of that, and then. Uh, I guess we go to Port Royal and uh, Steelings Grove, and uh, yeah, excited to get it get it kicked off. Now racing down at Bubba, do you think that any way, shape, or form would help you a little bit better uh, this coming year racing at New Egypt? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, maybe. I mean, it's it's similar, um, just to some to some extent. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe some of the stuff that we tried down there will, will work at uh, New Egypt. But, um, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, Bubba's was kind of its own little – I've never been anywhere really like that place. <laughs> it it seemed, seemed weird watching on video because on the Dirt Track Digest or whatever. Uh, like, if, I feel like when you guys would go out for hot laps, the track was just like – it was really, really thick and real heavy track, and then it just kind of slicked off there. Like when you guys are going out for hot laps, I feel like you're you're driving through mud puddles. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty much slime to uh, the most bite you've ever had, and then to get <laughs> so slippery that you couldn't even touch the gas. Yeah, it was just it was one of those places that changed dramatically throughout the night. You think that a lot? Yeah. Of... yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Brian. You had a nice battle with uh. Yeah, I consider probably Hall of Fame and probably he's going to be one of the greatest of all time. Uh, Billy Decker, what, what was that like? That was that was one hell of a race with you two for a while there. Uh, yeah, he's he's a freaking legend. Um, I mean, <laughs> that's pretty. It's pretty awesome. I mean, and to beat him on top of that. I mean, you beat him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that that you know, growing up, I mean, he was one of the dudes that you know you watched on. Uh, you know, and, and you looked up to, especially him, you know, um, I remember the, the 91 cars and, you know, just for, for so many years, like the Randy Ross cars and stuff. And, you know, to be actually yeah. racing against him now, it's just, a, I, I'm, I'm really lucky to be able to do what I'm doing and I'm thankful and happy to have like the great people that we got behind us to do it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty awesome to stand down there with the, in victory lane with the top three and have him be one of them. No, you passed him. Now, now he's a nice guy, too. Yeah, yeah, he's a really nice guy. Um, Mike, going back a couple of years ago, uh, you picked up the championship at Grandview. And not only did you pick the championship up, but you're the first guy to do it not named one of the big three in, like, 20 years. What was, what was that, that like? Yeah, what was that like taking, you know, taking that away from them guys? And not, not really taking anything away from them guys, but, you know, no one else could beat them in a 20-year span. So what was that like? No, that, that was a, that was awesome. I mean, that was something we worked for for a long, long time. And, uh, you know, we did it with a small team. We had one car, one motor. Um, uh, that was before I was driving for Terry full-time. Uh, I was running for Terry traveling a little bit then. And we were in uh, Rich Tankwitz's car. And, uh, you know, he gave us, you know, the best he could give us. And it was one car and one motor. And, you know, we made it work. And, uh, to beat them guys on, you know, on that deal was, that was amazing. Uh, you know, just to be able to be consistent enough and have all the luck go the right way and, and just not have any failures and stuff like that was huge, you know, and, and yeah, I mean, those guys are incredibly tough and, uh, 
I'm glad to be able to say I, I was able to beat him because I think uh, I forget who won it last year, but nobody else beat him yet. So true. I think uh, Von Dorn won it again last year, didn't he? Von Dorn won it last year, and Dwayne Howard the year before. So it would be Gore, yeah. uh, Dwayne, and then uh, Craig. So right back here we go, right back to the cycle of the big three again. Yeah. So far. And it's now, not, one, like, I'm said, not like I, I'd love to go back to Grandview. It's just right now I have the opportunity to travel a little bit and, and do some things and, and go different places. Yeah. And I think in the long run, it's going to help me as a driver. Uh, right. And I think that's kind of what Terry's building on is kind of make me more diverse than just a Grandview and a big diamond guy. Cause you know, that's what I grew up doing, but uh, it definitely seems like it's helping running the big blocks more and, and the, the big motor cars and stuff like that. Right. So, uh, some some of the fans are saying since you came back from doing the regular season in Orange County, like ask him if he learned something because he came back a way total different driver. I was like, okay, we'll ask him. I could get, you could run with the New York boys now. I think you look pretty damn good on the slick tracks and stuff like that too. Uh, yeah, that's our biggest struggle really. But yeah, I mean we're gaining on it. Um, uh, yeah, Orange County taught me a lot of patience. Really, I mean just the you know anticipate moves and, and just patience. I mean, just that, that'd be the biggest thing I'd say and car control. Now, uh, Mike, you, you finished in the top three and, uh, in the points there uh, and your first full season ever there, you really, you didn't really have like, I, I don't believe a whole hell of a lot of track time there either. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. For whatever reason, that place kind of, I, I got the knack of that place and, uh, uh, it's, it's another place that's really tough and, you know, depending on the night, you can be either really good or, or really struggle. You know, you're either there or you're not, you know, and you got to make wholesale changes if you're not. But, um, yeah, we've been lucky. I mean, I kind of took a, a liking to the place right off the bat. I think, I think we won the second time we were there on the STS deal. Yep. And, um, yep. you know, it was just, it's one, I don't know. But uh, for whatever reason, it did help. It did help me. I know Dwayne and them guys like years ago went up there, and I know he said that helped him a ton. And and uh, you know, I, I I don't know exactly why, but yeah, it definitely <laughs> seems like it would have. <laughs> now, uh, Mike, uh, I I don't recall if you made it there this past year, but did did you happen to make it to the new Bridgeport this year at all? This past season? Yeah, I went up for the dirt show, and we were terrible. That was. I don't even want to talk about that. Go back and race there again. I just we had a really bad night there, and I was like, oh my god, you know. But probably me, probably partially the car, probably a host of things. But uh, you know, yeah, I I can't wait to go try it again because I'm not not gonna let it beat me. Yeah, you have you have a 76er win, which I consider a crown jewel race. Do you have your eye on any other big races that you would like to win before you call it a career? Uh, definitely the Bruce Rogers and the Forrest Rogers. I want to be, I want to win them. You want uh, just to get you want all, all three. three of them. You know, uh, actually, I don't think anybody's gotten all three just yet. Uh, so that'd be pretty cool to get it first. We're not really going to get a shot at it this year, but. We'll see maybe in the next year or two. Maybe if it doesn't happen for somebody else. But, um, you know, the Granby ones are, are big for me because they're just – that's where I grew up. And, uh, yeah. you know, of course, you know, any of the any of the big ones, anything over 50 grand or any – I mean, you know, hell, uh, you know, just want to win races. You're going to have to fight Matt Williamson for that because he doesn't get up out of bed to race if it's uh, anything less than 50000 to win. <laughs> Yeah, well, he he must have a different cereal than I got. I don't know, but he uh. It's not a, next time I'm a him. next time I'm a bear, I'll take pictures for you. <laughs> yeah, good for him. I mean, now he he's he's uh he's amazing and uh and one of the guys we shoot to go you know try and beat when we race yeah. him. So. Now, do you have a? Is there any a certain driver out there that when you're racing against they kind of make you step up or, you know, elevate your competition a, a level up or anything? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know about that. I mean, you obviously you want to beat the big name guys and, you know, you want to, you just want to be competitive. You want to, 
in my eyes, like, I want to be able to go on the road and go to, like, tracks like Bubba's and stuff and, and win. And if we can do that, I'm happy, you know, to beat, to beat the big name guys, the professional guys. Uh, you know, we're, we're all – we all got jobs. And, you know, I wouldn't say we do it for just fun right now. I mean, this is pretty serious what we're doing. But, uh, right. you know, in the end, yeah, it is for absolutely. fun and recognition and uh, just trying to prove what we can do, really. What is uh, uh, how, how much um, seat time or uh, experience do you have at New Egypt? Um, I'd say we've probably been there about a dozen times, maybe ten times. Okay. So, I mean, we went to we usually try to go to the special shows when we can for them, and uh, it's not far, so yeah. you know, it's just matter matter of whether it fits into the schedule. But yeah, I mean, I, I think maybe last year we were there once, maybe, and then. Uh, year before that maybe two or three times and maybe like two or three times a year before that so uh, yeah. not a whole lot do you think you guys just a race I mean, do you guys think do you, do you have a chance to win the championship this year i obviously the answer would probably be no but well, no yeah, no that really you, I mean, yeah yeah we're going there <laughs> to win the championship you know what i mean yeah i mean we ain't going to screw around so yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, we yeah. we've been to that track a couple times uh, as a group, and, and we we thoroughly enjoy the place. You know, the racing seems to be pretty damn good there, and just the facilities as a whole, super clean. The food's good. I mean, you, you really can't go wrong with that track. Plus, yeah, I like nice sail panels. Reason. Yeah, me too. See, so, see, I'm uh, not the only one there, Mike. <laughs> I do like sail panels. I think they're awesome. I, I used to love them up at Penn Cam when we ran them. Yep. So now, how how big of a difference for a driver is it? You know, sail panels versus no sail panels. Not really. Um, I mean, I guess a little bit, but not not a whole lot. I mean, it's hard to say. Some of the places you go to that with sail panels, that man, if you didn't have them, you'd be really screwed. You know. Right. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's not too big of a deal. You just maybe change a couple things. Tell us about that ordeal you had. Well, I, I forget. Was it two two years ago, maybe three years ago, when you guys were heading up to Accord for the Battle of the Bull Ring race, and you broke down? I think the Cratons hitched, uh, took you up there, and then all of a sudden the car broke down, and then uh, the Rickies buried one out of the bushes there, and you finished second. Tell us that whole that whole night. That's yeah, pretty that's damn impressive. <laughs> so, like, it was – I had me and uh... – it was one guy, my my father-in-law Jeremy, my crew chief, and um, we were going to Accord, and I don't remember if we were meeting somebody up there or what exactly we were doing because it seems pretty stupid to just go racing with two guys. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going up, and we're up going heading out 78 to like 287, and uh, all of a sudden he, there's like smoke like bellowing out of the underneath the truck I'm like oh my god and we pulled over and it was oil everywhere and um I'm like we're screwed and it was like 100 degrees out you know it's middle of summer and um he's calling everybody we're trying to find somebody we're putting stuff on facebook just trying to find like somebody yeah i saw i remember yeah. there you know and uh ended up he called uh cody hager that is uh ryan's crew chief there and they their truck fit on our trailer so un, I couldn't even believe it. Like they're like, yeah, we'll tell you up. And they like him and Cody and Ryan were there, and we hooked up to the truck and left our broke down piece of shit on the side of the road, and <laughs> and uh, and we hauled ass up there. And we got up there, and the, uh, the motor blew up on like the first lap of the heat. Oh, like dang. rods out the bottom. It was bad, and um, I was just kind of like disgusted at that point, and was like, wow, this is like pretty much the worst night ever and uh ricky ricky's came up to us and they had a spare car there for uh one of them and uh oh what was that dude what's the dude's name that that won the championship there that year oh either either rich ricky or mike ricky ricky jr or mike yeah, ricky's it was, it brother was, it was their it was their nephew uh oh uh larry larry the big, the big dude oh, jimmy wells know. anyway Jimmy Wells, 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 Jimmy Wells,
And he's like, yeah, and and I, I knew the Rickies from forever ago, like just racing up there in the Southern Tier and stuff. Yep. And uh, it was Mike's car, I guess. And I was like, well, this thing always went really good up here. Well, I get in and like we jammed like seat cushions in for me and like moved the steering wheel back and like put a bunch of lead on the car and like went out in the concert. I'm like, this thing's not bad at all. Like, this is really good. And I was like, I just need to get a hang of it. Yeah, the egg went to the car. <laughs> What? <laughs> you had to add weight to the car because I, I know you're much lighter than Jimmy Wells. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, we were putting weight everywhere. <laughs> I mean, not I'm not making fun of him, but he's a big, he kicked your ass. Oh, yeah. No, he is. No. Oh, yeah. You guys are holy and say goodnight. <laughs> oh, man. That's some good stuff but, like, right there. And so we started last in the feature and. I remember with a few to go, like, I was like, oh, shit, we could almost win this thing. And uh, I think I passed Shepard, and then I passed, mm-hmm. uh, I was, like, right on, uh, what's the other Ricky? I think he won it. Uh, Rich. Uh, Rich was, yeah, Rich, Ricky was, Jr. Yeah, one, I forget, but it was, it was pretty, it was pretty awesome night. I mean, I, I couldn't believe to run that car from last all the way up to second, and, and it was good. And they said that thing was, like, a shelf in the garage, like, they had all kinds of shit stacked on it right before that. Like, a week or two before that, I sat there for, like, three or four years. I was like, wow. Like, she, maybe and she signed up second in it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody cared who won. It was – you were definitely the story because all, all the adversity that you had – well, number one, to get there. And then when you get there, you blow up. Then you get – somebody goes, here, take this car, and you wind up second. You were definitely the story. Yeah, never give up. <laughs> no, obviously not. The day and, ever- out there for you listeners, future drivers, if you borrow Jimmy Wells' car, bring extra padding. Yeah, wheel foamies. Did That's they ever easy. run that car again after you ran it since you did so good in it? I don't know. I actually I thought about asking them to run it at the Gobbler because it was really good, but then they, they got canceled. That got canceled that year, so. Oh, yeah. But, uh. That's, that's, that's yeah, I mean, they, that would have been a good car to run, for sure. Well, yeah, we heard, we heard that, yeah, we heard that story from the Crechens when we were over at their shop. Yeah, I, I, it was just one of those crazy nights, man. Like, like you would think somebody, like, actually pick you up and drive, like, not just take you home, like, drive your ass all the way further to New York and then, you know, still take you home, you know, on a weeknight. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Crechens, uh, they're... Uh... Their hospitality is, you know, amazing. Yeah, they're good. They're good people. They sure. are. Yeah, they like us for some reason. We still don't know why. And they invite us. They keep inviting <laughs> us down there. So I don't know what's up. I don't know what's up with that. Maybe we're a charity case to them or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're good people. Ryan, Ryan's a good kid. He's uh, he's he's really coming into his own as a driver. Yeah, definitely. You know, so we uh. Enjoy hanging out with them. Uh, we interviewed Brett Dale there back in January about the possibilities of him taking the STSS over to Australia. So he got a little excited about it, which I think he'll probably get it done. Would you be interested to go over there and try that at least once? Yeah, if like, the Loud Pedal is going to sponsor my plane ticket. <laughs> yes, we got yes, yes. We offered that separate. If you look real, real close, there's like a quarter size thing on his car. Says the loud pedal. That's us. That's how much money we can give you. Yeah. Okay. He only, well, he only charges twenty bucks for that little spot on his car. <laughs> well, yeah. and, then, and then he gives us bad. Publi- <laughs> and then he gives us bad publicity by knocking out Mad Max down at Volusia. Wow, that was crazy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's coming on? Who's, who's coming on next month too? I yeah. still say he slipped on ice. I don't know what your call was. <laughs> I, would, I mean, I it's clear. Look, like, it, like, it's, it's winter time in the United States in the northern hemisphere or whatever. In Florida, the guy clearly slipped on ice in his shorts and his tank top. I mean, come on. That's what I probably saw too. Yeah. I think you went to get him a hug. To be honest with you, say hey, look. That, that'd be my excuse. I think he went to give him a hug in his um when he came across with because Matt always walks around with his fi- um you know with fists. I think when he went to hug him, Max like ducked into him and he accidentally hit him and knocked him out. That's that's how I see it. 
<laughs> Is that right? Hey man, hey, at least that, when when Max when, when they announced stars, I'm sticking to it. When they announced Max as the the uh, Dirt Car Nationals champion or whatever, at least he embraced it and said, you know, he got 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 a nice little shiner there to go with his his gator. It didn't look like he got hit that hard though. Nah, I mean, Matt, like he did not have a black eye. Nah, well, I mean, when so, we talked to we talked to Matt yeah. earlier, and you know, we we tried to set up a charity boxing match with him and Stu, and he he pretty much said that he's not a very good fighter. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's obvious, isn't it? So, like, so, so the next question is, could you take Matt Shepard? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, um, it's kind of funny you say that because we actually joked about like maybe doing like a little bit of a, uh, uh, like you said, almost like a charity like boxing match between like drivers and stuff, and who would take who, and maybe like would you be able to take on a promoter like Brett Day or something at the end, and. Uh, you know, yeah, that'd be cool. So, I'd like to. I know my two, my, my two guys would be Brett Hearn and Danny Johnson. Just settle it right now. Yeah, I don't think I'd fight Danny Johnson. I really don't. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I don't, yeah, uh, I would. Not after the conversation nah, I had with him. Nope. Oh no, no. We, we, he's got Charles Mason written all over him. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So we're gonna we're gonna set this up. It's gonna be you know a charity a charity boxing match. It's going to be presented by the loud pedal, and we're going to commentate the whole thing. It's going to be hilarious. There you go. We'll talk to that. Yeah. yeah, he will. Remember, yeah, we'll get him to promote it. Remember the celebrity death matches on MTV with the clay? <laughs> That's how we'll do it. We'll do it like claymation there. <laughs> like, it's, like yeah, say you start getting beat, like you start getting beat, you get all pissed off, you come in your, you know, get in your race car, and you come in like run shit over and stuff. That'd be great. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh my God! I'm actually gonna text this idea over to Brett Day and see what he says. Yeah, right now, right now we're gonna go to yeah. the loud pedal production. It'll be our last show, but we're going out with a bang. Oh boy! I wonder how many drivers would actually sign up for that. Well, Mike said he's in. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely do that. That'd be fun. Now, should we do a tournament? Or are we setting up matches? Like, you get to pick who you want, or do we set it up? Like, I think you like you like set it up based on like rivalries or like incidences that happen, and then like. Well, so you're going you know, up against like, Stu in the first round. Meet... <laughs> What's that? that, that night, you're going up against Stu, Stu in the first round. That well, that depends. I mean, there's Georgetown's only a month away, so it could be somebody else. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Then, so. You're right. Let's see, how, let's see how the rest of the year goes. It could be you and Billy Junior. We don't know. Yeah. Right. You know. I mean, so we got we got you versus Stu, and we got Shepard versus Mad Max. It's our first two matches right there. And then Fender yeah. takes on Stu. Well, we still we still got to sell the Stu and Shepard thing yet too. Oh, all right. That's true. This is true. But <sighs> Shepard kind of copped out that one. He's like, I'd rather, uh, I'd rather, right, so it, that, I'd rather do it on the track. Us, that one of us has to fight Matt Shepard. All right, I'll fight him. No, Josh. TBR Josh is. Who's out on assignment? <laughs> yeah. He's probably sitting there by uh, Jeff Strunk's the Tubi new garage right now, just stalking again. <laughs> every every punch oh he throws, God. he's going to be like, this one's for Jeff. Jeff <laughs> <laughs> Take, uh, take our shirt off. We don't want you freaking advertising us, you asshole. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. Poor Josh. Yeah. Well, Mike, so, Mike wait. Yeah, oh, yeah, go, go ahead, Mike. Brian. No, you go ahead. So, Mike, what do you think the top three dirt drivers are right now, in your opinion? You've raced against them all. Who would you pick right now, like the, the three big dogs that, that uh, people want to beat or elevate, try to elevate, um, elevate themselves to beat? I mean, it's obviously probably Williamson and Shepard and, and Stu. Okay. You know. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys like, you know, we, there's a lot of us that are like, you know, chasing them, but not quite, you know. Almost. Those are the guys that are, that are winning 20-some races a year, really. So, and, and young guys that have a while to go in this, you know, deal, you know, so. I think it's uh, safe. I think I hate, it's safe to throw. Like, I'm not going to. 
not going to give them extra credit, like saying like they're superstars or something. But yeah, I mean they're they're waxing our asses right now. So yeah, so those guys yeah. get a lot. Those guys get a lot more seat time though, too, right? I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they they've had over the years. I mean, yeah, I mean probably run you know thousands of races really. I mean, yeah, I mean up like, in New York, uh, you can really run a lot of. You know, a lot of those places they run, three, those guys run three, four nights a week, every week. You know, yes. Run Friday, yes. Sunday, yes. Sunday or, yes. You know. But I can see like you, like uh, like you or Billy Junior, Scoop. I guess like everybody's gonna catch up to them. I think, in, in my opinion. Well, like guys like me and Billy Junior, like now that we were having opportunities that we can go run as many races as we are running, yes. like yeah, it's, it's definitely right. helping. You know, we're getting more competitive, like. When we travel, I I would think you know. So I agree. I, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, about how many races a year do you think you run? Like fifty, sixty, somewhere around there. Uh, last two years, then yeah, right around fifty, sixty. Like last year was scheduled. We had like, I think eighty on the schedule or eighty-five on the schedule. Like, just, granted, like nothing goes, you know, no rainouts and stuff like that. No. And, uh, I think we ended up at like fifty-five or fifty-six, you know, which wasn't bad for taking the first two months off really you know that's a lot of racing we missed a bunch in in the beginning there with the pandemic crap but uh hopefully this year hopefully this year yeah right through that that yeah i agree i absolutely agree with you on that so pretty much pretty much the same plan this year you got like 80 maybe like 80 races marked out that you'd like to get to yeah and, and that's being you know generous like you know hoping everything goes right and you go as hard as you can until you burn out you know basically so because it is it is grueling you know? i don't care what anybody says like you can all, anybody can say it. it's fun to go to the shop and 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 do all that but right you know it, it turns into a grueling it's it's, it's grueling come midsummer you know oh, yeah plus you work and you're a family man too on top of all that yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's dip some days. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's uh, awesome. No, I mean, I, I love it, and like I said, I'm lucky to have the opportunity, and uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And I get to spend a lot of time with my family that a lot of people maybe don't get to do, and we travel all over the place, and we're at racetracks every weekend, and uh, you know, we get to go camping and racing and do all kinds of fun stuff, and. Uh, so I'm definitely blessed that way and thankful and thankful to the people that make it possible, all my sponsors and the car owner and all my crew guys and stuff for sure. So, Well, Mike, we, uh, we thank you for joining us tonight and uh, we wish you the best of luck, you know, going forward in 2021. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, no worries. Problem. Problem. Let me, let me know about the cage matches. Yes, well, we're gonna start. We're gonna start promoting, and uh, we're gonna get our creative team together now and start getting that going. Yeah, as soon as, as, soon as I'm gonna Brent... get a jump on it, I might, I might start training or something. So you know, my ass in the first round. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, as, soon, as soon as Brett Dale gets back to us, we'll let you know what's going on. Yeah, I suggest right. a, a high, high barley uh, diet for you. Uh, what's that? A very high hops and barley uh, diet for you. Oh, we're gonna win everything. Then I'm good. <laughs> big fish, big <laughs> So, all right, guys. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks yeah, for thank, thank you, Mike. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Have, have a good night. You too. All right, everybody. That was Mike Buller out of Boyertown, Pennsylvania. Oh, let's try this. Uh, Sponsor thing again. What do you say? All right, Mike, take us, take us, baby. Since I butchered that the first time, good God, I'd like to. First of all, I need to apologize to our sponsor for butchering that uh, intro. Oh, look at that! Hundred dollars is missing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no bullshit. Well, it's like I should have wrote the shit down, like I said, but I didn't. Yeah, well, that's kind of Jennifer's job, don't you think? Yeah, right. What's well, my yeah, job? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, thanks, Josh. All right, so everybody, our, our new title sponsored is Comfort Experts. Uh, 
Old-fashioned service, modern solutions. Comfort Experts is a full-service insulation, maintenance, and repair company that services all of your plumbing and heating needs. From sustainable options such as geothermal and solar technologies to standard heat pumps and air conditioning units, Comfort Experts will provide highly trained technicians, state-of-the-art equipment, and quality care to ensure your home is treated as a priority. Our facilities are located in Middletown, New York, and we serve all of Orange County, Rockland, and Westchester counties as long as the rest of the Hudson Valley. Call today and find out what Comfort Experts can do for you. So a huge shout-out to Mike and Kevin there for uh, sponsoring the loud pedal for us. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, especially uh, all you up in New York now, right now, with all this nasty weather and everything. Any problems with your heat or anything right now, give them guys a call. They'll come right out and take care of you. Well, it was pretty interesting. Uh, well, the guys were, oh, Volusia with the dirt cars, obviously, Shepard and Mad Max. Yeah, both of them slip in the mud and, you know. Oh, yeah, you know, it gets icy down there in the winter. You got to watch that. It does, it does. And then, you know. I mean, what was your, I mean, what was your take? It was, I don't, I think he got deep and he slid up and I had to watch it. Good. His rubber up did touch Matt. Yeah, I think, I think Max drove it in too hard. Honestly, I think, I think yeah, yeah, he slid up. I don't. Yeah. All right, so it's like so driver error, let's call it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was intentional by any means, especially since Matt built that car for for Max. <laughs> yeah, so he's got. Yeah, I'd be a little. Yeah, I guess so, kind of take that. Yeah, the way. Uh, I mean, I think. But, I, I think Matt's irritation is like, dude, it's the first lap. Yeah, just like, like, what are you doing? Like, fall in line, soldier. Let's go. Yeah, you know? just get, let's get through the first lap clean, at least. Yeah, th- this isn't iRacing, bro. I think he forgot. I think he did, too. So, I mean, the ironic thing is Mad Max winds up winning the, uh, what was it, what were they called, the Dirt Car Nationals? Yeah. The Winter Nationals, whatever they're calling it. So, he wound up getting the championship. But it was close. It was five points to Decker, and I think Shepard was also five points behind in that, too, top three. Uh, dude, I didn't even see the final point standings. Where did Stu ended up in that? Because he won two of the four races. No, he won. Oh, yeah, he did. So yeah, did... I forget he wasn't there for. But the he last... didn't race the third one. Right, so that probably dropped him back a lot. The third or the fourth, right? He didn't race the last. That race. was that was the Mad Max. That was probably that was the last race too, I believe. Yeah, it was the last race. Because I got rained down, I think, because Stu had to race the next day in the truck, so it, it was rain delayed and. Yeah, he didn't race. And he was told, like, yeah, you just better, you might as well just get back to wherever they were going to yeah, get some rest for the next night or next yeah. day or whatever. Oh, well, he had, like, an early driver's meeting or something. Yep. Yeah, probably doing the sponsor thing, too. You know how that goes with those guys. Up, up on that level, anyway. Here's, you got sponsor, sponsor here's, responsibility. Here's my gripe with Super Dark Car Series. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you already know mine. So, yeah, well, yeah, I have a lot of them, but I mean, I'm just going back yeah, to the yeah, Volusia. Yeah, I'm just going back to the whole Volusia thing. They completely changed their schedule so that Stu could get there and race that night after being in Daytona with the trucks, which, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they'd do that for any other driver. I don't think they'd move their schedule around for any other driver to get there and make it to race that night. Well, there was a certain driver years back. Well, yeah, who- other than him. Who decided to try NASCAR and this certain driver at this certain track they held it up so this certain driver could make it on time, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. That's tough shit. You yeah. can't get there on time. You can't get there. What about everybody else? Yeah, pick one or the other. Like, yeah, it'd be fair to everybody, but I don't care if it was Jesus Christ doing it. It's you know. Yeah. I, I... I think it's bullshit, honestly. I mean, uh, I, I, that, that was, that's a, to me, I would be pissed. I'd be like, I don't want nothing to do with your series. You can go screw. You're sitting there holding up, I mean, holding this yeah. whole show so he can make it. What yeah. about us who have been here since, I don't know, let's say three in the afternoon? Maybe, maybe we're here. Stu, we're maybe, ready to go. Maybe Stu should focus a little more on his NASCAR career since he's terrible in the trucks. <laughs> yeah, uh, there you go. FYI. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I, I thought that was ridiculous. Ridiculous myself. I'm like, what are you? Yeah. What are you doing? Nothing, I mean, nothing against Stu. I just, I think it's bullshit they held the show up for him. Would you do it for your defending champion, Matt Williamson? Probably not. Would you do it for, would you do it for your seven-time champion, Matt Shepard? Probably not. 
How about the eight-time champion, Brent Hearn? Well, I don't know. Well, they reschedule the whole race for him. No, Glenn Dolly's not running it anymore. Oh, yeah. They they spanked Brett on his hiney a couple years back when we – because Dirt was being a bunch of jerk-offs because they were bad at Orange County because Orange County wouldn't fly the Dirt banner. Yeah. So here comes Eastern States. And, you know, they pretty much, in my opinion, when they sign that stupid piece of paper, they hold those uh, guys prisoner. That's my opinion. But the contract's a contract, oh, right? Yeah, the, the platinum agree- agreements. Yes, agreements. agreements. So, all right. So, it was a big race. I think it was at Weedsport. So, they're going to run against Eastern States, right? But it was rain all weekend. So, he goes, I get to get showing. So, Hearn decided to. He's not too, he doesn't live too far from uh, Orange County. I'm going to Eastern States. Right. So, he goes to Eastern States. I think he might. I think he wound up winning it too. As a matter of fact, and that's when Dirt Car spanked his hiney, took his Visa card away, or whatever the hell you get with it, his Platinum Series, or whatever. And he's like, "Look," and I'm back and hurt on this. Yes, I said that. He's like, "Look, the race wasn't getting in, wasn't going to go in. I race for a living. I have to make money." Right. He goes, "Okay, a contract." So I, I, I broke contract. Whatever you want to do, because to be honest with you, I don't care. Right. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I was, I backed him up on that. Like, so now you're locking these guys down. All those guys could have came down too. Matter of fact, they had yeah. time to come down because Hearn made it in time. They could all just packed up. So this ain't happening. So I think they wind up calling it up at Weesport. That's what I don't like about them. You can't do this. You, you're not NASCAR. This is dirt, Northeast dirt modified. This isn't NASCAR. This isn't yeah, um, cars, sprint cars. Not knock it off. Oh, they own that anyway. Duh. <laughs> yeah, World Racing Group. But I don't think the World Outlaws. I don't think they do the same thing. I don't think they lock their guys in, do they? Because I see you guys. I, running. I don't think so. Well, yeah, because the World Outlaw guys, some of them will um, go to a Lucas Oil event and race well, there. And, and like beginning of this year, you had your World Outlaw guys running, um, you know, Tony Stewart yeah. series. Oh, uh, yeah, the All Stars. Yeah, no, they do it to the dirt guys because I think I don't know if Dale's on the scene yet or not, or he might just just started with it. It's, I, I you can't, I, I don't know. You, they're really killing it now. You just keep most of your races like upper New York, up into Canada. And like 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 Dale said when we had him on the show, like you need two series for the guys that race for a living. You got to have two different series for them to run both. Right. So let's stop pissing on each other, step on each other's dicks, and you know. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's the well it's the other it's the other organization not Brett. Oh, I know who it is. You know, it's it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yeah, you got to give everybody a chance. You know, if it like you say, if it rains out, like why can't I, oh because it's twenty four hours before? Yeah, but the night before, say Dale's having a race. Well, Brett said he tries not to conflict with their schedule, so you have those guys. Right. Well, that's smart on his part. But um, I don't know. It's like because what if I'm gonna race another series if this night's gonna get rained out? I got if I'm doing it for a living, I gotta make money. Right. Oh, I agree. So is my owner. If I have an owner, you know, my owner's gotta make money too, or this, or we can't really keep doing this. And your sponsors, they want to see you out on the track. They don't want to see you. Just, yeah. They don't want to see you just hauling around in a, in a, a enclosed trailer. No, because if it sits, it makes no money. It's true. It's true. They get, they get on game. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think, Jennifer? I try not to. Try not to think. No. That was our, that was your manager. All, That's I think great no, they're all crooked when they want to be. It doesn't matter. Okay. That's all. Okay. Okay, Jennifer. <laughs> I mean, you sound, you sound a little better there, but okay. What's, uh, what's that guy's name? Hey, we got her to talk. I don't know what his name is. Bob? Oh. Uh, Bob, Bob Moyer. Bob Moyer. See, so there we go, Bob. Your, your wish is our command. We got her to talk. That's <laughs> yeah. nice. See, that's how you do that. That's how you do that. No, Bob. see, that was wrong. <laughs> oh, we, me and Mike were never right. No, it's all, it's all, yeah, for real. Uh, it's all about our listeners, and that's what we got. We gave our listeners something we wanted. Okay, so no more requests, please. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really a request. He just asked a question, and then, you know, we yeah. figured we'd 
I don't know who I don't know who wrote that mean mess I don't know who wrote that mean message back to him. Yeah, that would be you. Now I quickly I backed it up. I think it was, I think it was Josh. I think it was Joshua that wrote it. It was Josh. I backed it up with nothing but compliments for you. Okay. Yeah, Josh. You know how Josh gets. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Starts, starts drinking those PPRs and you know. Well, maybe people want to hear him. Maybe he'd be happy then. Oh, nobody wants to hear Josh. Who? Who? We're we're talking. Yeah, we're talking about PPR. Josh, who was out on assignment. <laughs> nobody. Nobody wants to Long hear. Long term. Josh. Nobody wants to hear Josh. Yeah, yeah like a per, yeah permanent assignment. Yeah. He's in a long-term assignment. Well, we do have the icebreaker or ice crack. Supposed, they call it the breaking coming on Saturday. Yeah, that's yeah, are they going to have it? Ain't going to have it. I don't know. It's supposed to it. snow. Ain't going to happen. Your, mm-hmm. Down your parts, not my parts. Yeah. Well, didn't they post the picture? Parts. Yeah, did they post a picture of it in, under snow right now? Yeah, all right. Something that raises happening. Oh, no, look probably. They'll wind up going probably February 31st or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, let's get back. Let's let's get back to that uh, the Mike Goulart and Stuart Friesen incident. I mean, let's beat this horse to its dead again. I uh, I still think it was Stu's fault. I do too. I think he came down. I mean, the video shows him coming down. I mean. You know, you right. call, it a, call it a racing incident, whatever you want. But it, in the videos, Stu's wheels are turned left. And Mike was straight. Mike was straight. So you made Mike a bad judgment right. call. That's all. You did make a bad judgment call. Yeah, it, I mean, that happens. It's mm-hmm. racing. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think he wanted to get – he looked like he was setting up for that turn early to clear him and that lap car I think they were coming up on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look. I, mean, I think that was his shot to get Mike. And that was pretty much it because Mike had a very good car that night. I mean, look, man, yeah, Max yeah, made a bad judgment call. Right, and he got punched in the face for it. <laughs> hey, you know what? I mean, you think, you think he couldn't really clearly tell if he really. Well, whoever videoed that, I think, if, I think he was doing a little flop, and we'll ask him when we have him on. Yeah, I mean, whoever recorded that video, like, come on, dude, like, you yeah. can't get a better video. Like, put your flip phone away and get the iPhone out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my son's got a more upgraded phone than you, and he's six. Yeah, like, damn, I mean, you might as well just... But know. did you notice, here's the whole thing, Shepard's there, but there was no crowd of people, like, nobody's, like, where was Max's crew when this was going on? Nobody said anything until Max is on the ground. Yeah, then they start yelling at him. Yeah. But, you know, I mean... T-Mac said earlier in the week, you know, and maybe Shepard just took his uh, T-Mac thoughts to heart and was like, you know what? Some of these dudes need their teeth knocked out. <laughs> and he said, I'm going to do it. Yeah, but then people were mad they let I mean, Shepard race again, though. Yeah. I think he should have been suspended for the rest of the, the weekend. <laughs> yeah, the last race. Yeah, so well, that's where it wound up. I mean, you got to at least suspend them one, or fine them or something. I, you got to – I don't know. I mean, back in the day, man, that's that's when you fought in the pits. You know what I mean? Yeah, but here's the thing. When they suspended And then everybody Matt, went to the 31st lap and then drank a beer together afterwards. When Matt Shepard gets suspended, he only ups his game. Think about when he got suspended for the whole – Yeah, when he won yeah. it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like pissed off. Like yeah, he was out of like, vengeance. He, won, he set the record for most wins in Super Dirt Car Series single season that year. Yeah. Winning, winning like that, 10 or 12 races. Are we talking about the Larry incident? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that incident. They put him down for two races. He came out like, this is a reckoning. He just went out and destroyed everybody. Not only did they sit him for two races, they took <clears> the points he would have got that race, they took from him too. Yeah. So, so really it was three races, and they're like, oh, well, Shepard's not going to win the championship this year. And he just said, hold my beer. Yeah, you want to make a bet? <laughs> yeah. And he just, and he was catching, 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 and he just, boom, blew by everybody. Yeah. Now, Maybe. does this, do they count, they're not counting the Winter Nationals as points, are they? No, it's not, no. And I think so it's a lot, and I think those races are only like $2,000 to win. Like, that's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, what was Brett Dale's, what did Mike Goulart win the last one? Eight grand. Eight grand, yeah. He won, he won in one night with, <laughs> They all won combined. Um, yeah, yeah, if you won four nights in a row, it's like, dude, I did that in a 50 lapper. What are you What are you doing? 
Yeah, I think they was like four grand, five grand, seven grand, and eight grand. Yeah, he kept growing up. Yep. Yeah. And he said he liked uh, Mike Gore. Like said he liked to win the uh, the money maker, the Force Rogers. Yeah. Yep. And the 76er. The only driver that I know of that's pretty close to that would be Stuart Friesen. He's got a sixer and the moneymaker win. Okay. So he would need the 50 lap. What is that? The Forrest Rogers, Jennifer, the 50 lapper? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is that? The win you're in race, I guess you'd call it? Yeah. And that's $10,000, too, Payne. Is that, is that so, the one that's at the beginning of the year? The one August. That's August. August. Yeah. The beginning of the year is the moneymaker. That's the Bruce, Bruce Rogers. Rogers. One. Okay. I can't remember these things. So Stu would have to come down for the Forrest Rogers to win, and he'd win all three of those. Gotcha. And then Danny Johnson would have to come down, win the first, and the Sixer, and the uh, the Bruce Rogers, the moneymaker. Well, the Bruce Rogers wasn't around when he was there a lot. That, that is correct. Yeah, that's why only like five years old. Not even. Yeah, I think this is the third or fourth year. Fourth year. So, oh, this, this year, I think, is the fourth year. Because Friesen won it the first year. Shepard yep, won it the Shepherd, second year. Yep, I was there for that one. And then... Tim Buffalo the one last year, correct? Yes. Yeah. And I think there's one... Okay. There, yeah, yeah, so this, I think, this is the fourth year they've done it. Yeah, so I saw I saw both Friesen and um, Shepard win them. Matter of fact, Mike, my first... That was 2018 at Shepard, or not Shepard, that Friesen won, and Mike finished second to him. Actually, Mike had the lead and had a late caution, and that's what kind of that's what kind of hurt Mike, I think. Was it a competition? I kind of, yeah, I kind of see like kind of helps Stu out, you know. I think there's some debris over there. Throw the call. Yeah, there's a hot dog wrapper. Somebody didn't sit down. He's distracting the drivers. We'll throw a caution real quick. Some somebody pulled the pulled the tear off off their visor and threw it out in the track. Throw the caution. <laughs> Oh, my God, I had a flashback. I thought it was at Orange County with a certain driver. He's not catching up, throw caution. <laughs> His tires are high. He's running soft to cop down, so throw caution so you can get him cooled down. I hope they don't seal over. Yeah, caution. For what? Oh, we're sorry. He can't continue tonight. Oh, it's raining out. Yeah, you can see it's a clear sky out. We'll, we'll have to rain this one out. <laughs> Somebody spray some water on the track. Oh, yeah, so it's over, uh, over halfway. Yeah, screw you. We're keeping your money. I'm going to go over and turn two and spray some water on the track so we come and try Real quick. Oh, no, this is Orange County. We don't use track equipment. <laughs> track equipment? What's that? If you got a garden, some asshole with a garden hose out there. Here you go. Oh, jeez. That was a great show tonight. Yeah. All right, kids. That's all the time we have for you tonight. Go ahead, Jennifer. Take us out. <laughs> Bob would love it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, she's she's smiling, Bob. She's blushing. <laughs> and flicking the bird. She's better than a lobster. Look at it. Look at this girl blush. Bob made That's you terrible. blush. Bob made you blush. No, not him. I go ahead, right. Mike. I'll stop, I'll stop clowning around. Yeah, that's all we have time we have for tonight. Once again, we'd like to thank uh, Kevin and Mike at uh, Comfort Experts for picking up the sponsorship of the show. Uh, I am Mike Clark Griswold with Jennifer the Ghost <laughs> and the mouth Brian Hustlinger. And a special thanks to Mike Goulart for coming on the show tonight. And you've been Black Lives. Shut the f*** up!